And we are live. Yes, we are. And wow, here we go. Episode 147. Yes. You ready for this? Not really, but I'm I'm willing to give it a, my best shot. Your best shot, huh? Yes. Your good old college try. Yes. Sure about that. Oh, I'm positive. Okay. Well, how was your week? Oh, actually, we don't do that until that. Do we do that now? No. No, we don't do it till we get into the show. Ah, fuck. Let's just get in the show. Yeah, we don't have anybody in the chat right now. Oh, well. I don't know if we'll get anybody. We will. Eventually, they'll show up. Yes. All right. This is the only other side of the show. Sounds good. Oh, wait a minute. You know what I forgot to do? Again, we are continuing on with our March Music Music Madness 2022. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Chris Ledoux. And we're going to have a special guest making his podcast debut, full yes. episode debut. Yes. Colby. Yes. But we'll bring him on here in a bit. We do got some, uh, what do you call it? Business. Business to take do. care of. So let's take care of the Business. business. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don Dillis, Nooch Solsky, Brady Big Love, and Hannah, Mikey, Brinley, and Case. You like to join our Patreon? Go to patreon.com slash usedabusedpod. Search for Used and Abused Pod today on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon, Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Did you have a moment there between Amazon and music? No, I just had to swallow because I didn't want to cough. I'll leave that alone. We are proud. <laughs> we are proud members Fuck. of the Red Five Network. Go to redfivenetwork.com to find more exciting podcasts. <laughs> also, go to the Red Five Network bio link, bio.link slash Red Five. There you'll find a link to all of the 30 plus shows we have 34 to be exact okay 34 shows that are on the red five network there yes. will be something there for you guaranteed yes. yes check out our canteen check out the cantina family the sidebar cantina which goes live on mondays the escape pod on youtube which is live on wednesdays and then and on your favorite podcasting apps Right, and the Escape Pod will be going live tomorrow night with their 100th episode. episode yes. So congratulations to both Don Brady and uh, Dragon, Dragon Buddy, Buddy for making it to 100. Yes. Check out the Orange and Fett show on Spotify. I think they just did Back to the Future trilogy. They did. You also check out Sweet Steel, Big Sweet's Excellent Adventure, and Tactical Sweet only on YouTube. Okay. 
Don't forget to smash that like button. And if you are new to the channel, click subscribe and then click the bell to be notified when we go live. You can find use and views on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us at usedandabusedpod at gmail.com. And our website is usedabusedpod.com. There you can find links to all of our episodes, links to our YouTube videos, and replays of our live shows, link to our merch store, and a link to our Patreon under the Donate tab. You can leave us a message and also click subscribe to be notified by email when new audio-only episode is available. Should be our ability. Go to tpublic.com and search for Used Abused Pod, all lowercase, all together. For our merch store, there are t-shirts, tank top, hoodies, face masks, onesies, coffee mugs, and etc. Hopefully, we'll have a new design up here soon. Yeah, I need to get that. Get on that. As a reminder, all links are in the show notes and pinned to the top of our Twitter page. Exactly. And we want to jump into the chat real quick to give a shout oh, out to everybody. Oh, hello, General Shinobi. Well, we're getting there. <laughs> oh, God. I left that up there. See what you made me do. <laughs> I'm blaming it all on you, Kim. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so we want to say hello to Hannah. Kim was in the, is in the chat. General Shinobi. And I also want to say today is International Women's Day. So yes. happy Women's Day to all the women out there, including all the Red Five women and yes. all the women in my life, their friends and family. It'd be a great day today. Yes. Anyways, we want to talk a little bit what about our weekend. Hello, Steve. Hey, Steve. Are we going to finish the business or are we done? We're done with the business. Okay. The business was ended. See, oh, business, yeah. as a reminder, links are in the show notes. Oh. Boom, we're done. Okay. That's where the business ends. I'm sorry. You think you've never done this before? Well, I wasn't paying attention. I was just reading. Of course, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, so it was kind of been a rough week, weekend. <laughs> rough and busy. Right. But the main part is, is Thursday for me. No, well, I guess March 6th, let's talk about it real quick. Yes, go ahead. We lost your sister. Yes. At the time, it was my wife. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, she lost her life to lupus. Yes. And she passed away uh, at age 34. Uh, yeah, age 34. 34. Yep. Anyways, me and her were about to celebrate our 15th anniversary the next month in April. And every, some, you know, depending on what, on what happens, either one, I don't have... A big issue with it. Uh -huh. It don't affect me, you know. Or other years, like this year, it hits me like a ton of fucking bricks. And you feel like you've been ran over by a fucking freight train. Yes. And I really didn't think this year would have hit as hard because you know because it's kind of like last couple of years have been kind of tame. Yeah. Compared to you know like even the first two or three years. Uh huh. But yeah, this one just hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. Uh huh. I know it did. And so I took a break from social media the whole weekend mm -hmm. and still trying to get all of our, uh, or trying to get my fucking sleep schedule back, back on normal, back under control and on normal. Yeah. But it's hell because all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, you're only putting in three to four hours of the night sleep. And then you're trying to stay up for, you end up staying up another 12 to 24 fucking hours. Well, I know. But anyways, yeah. Thanks, guys. Really do appreciate it. Rough and busy. That's 
what she that's what she said <laughs> mic drop <laughs> oh exactly anyways i do appreciate it oh. and yeah i mean you know it 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 is hard but we're, we're gonna jump on that one these days um we're gonna have another episode where we get some people on that have gone through some grief yes we're going to talk about grief and because a lot of times grief is something that you have to deal with on your own and everybody is different. And General Shinobi is going to be right back. She's going to promote the show so everyone knows you're live. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, so today, what are we talking about, Kim? We are talking about Chris Ledoux. Right. The one and only, only singing cowboy. Boy. Yes. From Casey, Wyoming. Yes. He actually grew up in Casper, though, but we'll get into that. Right, but he did have a, uh, he ended up living in Casey. Yes, he did. Anyway, we're going to get into that. We're going to, but before we do, let's get on and bring on our, our special, special guest, guest, making his podcast. Yes, I mean, he, he, okay, let's, let's point this route for a minute. He has been on our show once or twice before as a drop-in. Yes, he has. You know, easy dropping in behind while his sister is live or dropping in while his sister has been live. And his sister is obviously my daughter, Hannah, who is yes. our social media director. Yes. Who again, who does lovely work for our show. Yes. She does make wonderful friggin' uh, pe- the, the promotions that yes, she does for she our does. show. Anyways, but Colby is going to be making his podcast debut. Full episode debut. Yes. So let's get him on here. My son, Colby, your nephew. Hey, Colby. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, buddy? Good. Wow. Okay. So I can hear echo in the background already. That's your daughter. I know. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll pop, pop, pop this or start this right. Hi, Brindley and Case. Hi, Brindley and Case. <laughs> Welcome back, General Shinobi. <laughs> Anyways, so are you excited about this? I am. It's, Excited to talk about Chris Ledoux. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to the first question then for you. For me? Oh, yeah. man. When was the first time you remember hearing Chris Ledoux? First time I remember hearing Chris Ledoux? Yeah. Um, I couldn't give you an exact age for that. No, I was real little. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. You were very little. <laughs> and, and if I was a jerk, you know, that the jerk father, I would have the baby pictures up right now. Oh, yeah. No, let's not but, do you that. Know, man, well, you know, you know, there, there's still time. There's mm, there's time to you yeah. know, do that later. You know, I wouldn't put it past you. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Kim, when was the first time you heard Chris do? After I hooked up with you. So, what? Well, no, was it when you moved in with me and your sister? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. But I hooked up with you and Karina first, and then you showed me, you let me listen to Chris Ledoux. Okay. First time I remember hearing Chris Ledoux, and it was a friend of mine who introduced me to him. He's like, dude, you got to hear this friggin' song. It's got, you know, it's kind of got like a, got that almost like a palm muted uh, beginning to it. And it was hooked on a eight second ride. And of course, this guy is my, my best friend for life, and, and he introduced me to him. He got to see him live in Vegas. Uh, and after a weekend, and after that, I fell in love with Chris Ledoux, when, which then when I started going back and buying his albums, I come to find out I knew who Chris Ledoux was because of the song called Cadillac Ranch. 
but unfortunately in the small town that we played or we we lived in we had a radio station out of Winnemucca, Nevada, which is called KWNA, yeah. and they did not tell you half the time who the fuck was singing what. No, they you know, just well, who the artist was. They yeah. just played fucking music, music and that was continuous. Like they didn't have a DJ. No, they didn't. <laughs> they just stuck music on and just let it play. Right. So actually, I had heard, had heard Cadillac Ranch before that, but I didn't realize that was Chris Ledoux. Anyways, we're gonna get into a little bit of history of Chris Ledoux. I know you're not, you don't have none of this COVID. I didn't tell you to do this, so you don't have to worry about it because this is what we're going to do. Yes. But, you know, anytime you feel like chiming in, go for it, okay? Yes. Okay. We'll stop. I mean, we'll stop. I know a little bit of history on him, but not okay. much. All right. Well, let's we'll start and start. Chris Dew was born in Biloxi, Mississippi. On October 2nd, 1948, he was a French, he was a French descent on his father's side. His father was in the U.S. Air Force and was stationed at Kessler Air Force Base at the time of his birth. It's probably Kiesler. I'm sure I just fucked it up. Sorry, everybody in Mississippi. Kiesler, yeah. The family moved often when he was a child due to his father's Air Force career. He learned to ride horses while visiting his grandparents on their Wyoming farm. At age 13, Ledoux participated in his first rodeo and before long was winning junior rodeo competitions. Ledoux continued to compete in rodeo events and played football through his high school years. When his family moved to Cheyenne, Wyoming, he attended Cheyenne Central High School. After twice winning the Wyoming State Rodeo Championship bareback riding title during high school, Ledoux earned a rodeo scholarship to Casper College in Casper. During his junior year at Eastern New Mexico University, Ledoux won the Inner College National Bareback Riding Championship. Intercollegiate. Intercollegiate. Sorry. Intercollegiate National Bareback Riding Championship. Ledoux married Peggy Rhodes on January 4th, 1972. They have five children Clay, Ned, Will, Bo, and Cindy. Ironic. We're going to sidebar it for a minute because it's ironic that Ned is also a singer. Yes. Well, yes. Ned, Ned used to travel around with his dad and sing in the band and play in the band. Right. And, and right after uh, Chris passed away, uh, the Western Underground actually all got together with Ned and released an album together. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, too. But now Ned's got three albums of his own out. Yes, he does. And he sounds so much like his dad. He, <laughs> he really does. He looks like him, too. He reminds me of him. Hey, hey, DB, Dragon Buddy in the house. He's already right. going. He's already going after Nightbot. That's okay, DB. Uh, uh, as far as moderators go, they cannot. Nightbot cannot ban them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is set up. But anyways, let's get back into this rodeo success and music beginnings. In 1970, Ludu became a professional rodeo cowboy on the national circuit. To help pay his expenses while traveling the country, he began compiling songs describing his lifestyle. Within two years, he had written enough songs to make up an album and soon established a recording company, American Cowboy Songs, with his father. After recording his songs in a friend's basement, Ledoux began selling his tapes at rodeo events out of the back of his pickup truck. In 1976, Ledoux won the World Bareback Riding Championship at the National Finals Rodeo in Oklahoma City. Winning the championship gave Ledoux more credibility with music audiences, as he now had proof that the cowboy songs he wrote were authentic. Ledoux continued competing for the next four years. He retired in 1980. 
with his royal career at, the, at an end, Ledoux and his family settled on a ranch in KC, Wyoming. Ledoux continued to write and record his songs and began playing concerts. The concerts were very popular and often featured a mechanical bull, which he wrote between songs. Okay, first of all, let's pump up brakes right there. He didn't include the mechanical bull until the stampede tour. That's what I thought. That's what you it, told me. That, that wasn't something that he did back in the early days. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was not added until stampede tour after he was finally signed to a major recording contract. Correct. Yes. So by 82, he had sold more than 250,000 copies of his albums with little or no marketing. By the end of the decade, he had self-released 22 albums. Despite offers from various record labels, Ledoux refused to sign a re- to sign a recording contract, instead choosing to retain his independence and control over his work while enjoying his regional following. In 1989, however, he shot to national prominence when he was mentioned in Garth Brooks' top 10 country hit, Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old. Sidebar. So let's go ahead. So I know this story because I've, 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 one, I've heard Chris say it, in multiple interviews back in the 90s, he was driving down a country, you know, near his farm in, or near his ranch in KC, Wyoming. The radio, he's got the radio station on, and they're talking about this new country star, Garth Brooks. The song comes on, Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old, and he's listening to the song, he's liking the song. And all of a sudden, there's that line in there where it says, a worn out tape of Chris LeDoux, which made Chris literally fucking almost wrecked the truck, drove into a fucking ditch. So it's like, you know, really? You gotta do that on you gotta do that on microphone? <laughs> Sorry, I was thirsty. I hear my grandchild in the background. Yes. Anyways, so yeah, so it was that song must you feel that feel this damn old is the reason why is Chris first heard that like crazy you know and then the fact that one somebody he had never even heard of knew who he was in a way yeah or at least somebody you know depending on who wrote much too young but anyways let's find out real quick who did write that write that song it was written by the heck Garth Brooks and Randy Taylor what what no, it's my phone. What about it? Oh, it's because you had it here. I bumped it. Oh. That's why I haven't put your phone near my hand. Sorry. I'm trying to run the goddamn... Oh, sorry. ...mouse here and freaking got your phone <laughs> where I'm going to hit it. Sorry. There we go. Now we're <laughs> cooking with peanuts. Oh. Hey, Hector. Hi, Hector. Right? And exactly. Right here. Girl Snowy said it. Be sure to hit that like button, please. <laughs> also, I mean, I guess we can sidebar real quick. And I, we don't do this enough. We do it in the beginning of the show. But, you know, we are on Apple Podcasts, and we're also also on uh, Audible and Amazon Music. You want to leave us a like, or not like, you want to leave us a review, we will read the fucker on the show. Yes, we will. I'll guarantee you, we'll read it word for word. Yes, we will. If you want to say what a fucking asshole I am, go for it. I will read it. But yep. it, you guys need to be on Spotify, too. Well, yeah, we're on Spotify, but you can't leave reviews. Are you are you on Spotify? Because I yeah. I posted I posted you guys, and uh, my buddy went and looked and said that he couldn't find you guys on Spotify. It's because it yeah we're under used and abused. We're not under the used and abused. Right. It's under used and abused pod, 
Yeah, we're on yeah. Spotify. Okay. Yeah, we're we're on there because uh, uh, Anchor is owned by Spotify now. Gotcha. Matter of fact, for, as a matter of fact, while you brought that up, Colby, I'm happy you did because some of these times with some of these shows, I actually do throw up poll questions and also questions that you guys can answer, and then we can read them the next week on the show. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody knows. Anyways, looking back to this, and I just completely lost. All right, right there. Capitalizing on the sudden attention, Ledoux signed a contract with Capitol Records subsidiary Liberty Records and released his first national album, Western Underground, in 1991. His follow-up album, What You Can Do With a Cowboy, was certified gold and reached the top 10. The title track, A Duet With Brooks, became Ledoux's first and only top 10 country single, reaching number 7 in 1992. In concert, he ended the song by saying, Thanks, Garth, which, if you've ever seen... Garth Brooks do much too young to feel this damn old. He during the song will actually say, God bless Chris Ledoux. Did you know that, Cole? I did. Okay, just making sure. Did you know that Chris also said thanks, Garth, at the end of the song every time he did it live? Okay. Just making sure. Hey, Colby. <laughs> how many times hey. have you seen Garth? How many times have you seen Chris Ledoux live? None. I'm sorry. Except YouTube. 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 Do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't feel bad. I only could see him live on YouTube, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't alive back in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired, huh? Yeah, that's how that's how this is going to go. You keep okay. making me. Yeah, well, at least I didn't wreck my fucking Mustang. <laughs> Okay, all right. That was a heavy hitter. That was a real heavy hitter there. And I didn't cut my fucking finger partially off. Yeah, that's uh, it don't yeah. feel good, but yeah. I mean it's there now. Yeah. Hey, what else you got? Shall we go on? Yeah. What else you got, old son? What else do I got? How about your graduation night? Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> time out. <laughs> no more. <laughs> We're good. I turned red last week. I can definitely turn you red this week. Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that happened years ago. That's old news. We don't talk about that wreck anymore. <laughs> old news? Years yeah. ago? Yeah. It was back in like 2015, 2016. Ain't that long ago. Only six years. Seven, six years. That's still a few years back. So that's that's in the past. We don't talk. I mean, about at that. least Han- at least Hannah is eleven years old. Yeah, her, I will. I mean, her wreck is a little bit more severe than mine. So true. Yeah, I, I didn't. Nobody, nobody ended up hurt out of my wreck. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember one D Colby? Yeah. You are in her house? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hide can, all the butter knives later. She can throw shit. Butter knives, hell, she can throw shit from over there. She's got pretty good aim. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, she used to be called Muhammad Ali in high school for no nothing. You know? mm-hmm. Yes, Auntie. Yes, General Shinobi, definitely RIP Mustang. Yes, rest in peace to the Mustang. It was a nice Mustang. Who the hell's there? Um, that's a good question. 
and hands on those altars. Uh, that's what happens when you children. Happens when you when you children and you do stuff, and then you decide to throw shade at your father. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the truth comes out. It just you know, it's a natural thing because you throw shade at me quite a bit. Yeah, you were asking for it. Oh, it was huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Are we through bantering you two? No. I didn't think so. But for the 35th annual Grammy Awards in 1992, the single What You Gonna Do With a Cowboy was nominated for the Best Country Vocal Collaboration. For the next decade, Ledoux continued to record for Liberty. He released six additional records, including One Roadman, which made the top 40 in 1998. Toward the end of his career, Ledoux... Towards the end of his career, Ledoux began recording material written by other artists when he attributed to the challenge of composing new lyrics. With his 2000 release, Cowboy, he returned to his roots, re-recording many of his earliest songwriting creations. The RIAA certified two gold and one platinum recordings for Ledoux. On February 22, 1993, the single What You Gonna Do With a Cowboy went gold. On June 2, 1997, the album The Best of Chris Ledoux went gold. And on October 5, 2005, the album 20th Greatest Hits went platinum. In August of 2000, Ledoux was diagnosed with primary sclerosing chronolangitis. Mm-hmm. And as the best as I can do, I apologize already. Which required him to receive a liver transplant. Garth Brooks volunteered to donate part of his liver, but it was incompatible. An alternative donor was located, and Ledoux received a transplant on October 7, 2000. <coughs> After his recovery, he released two additional albums. In November November 2004, Ledoux, Ledoux was diagnosed with... Holy fuck. It basically, it's col- colon... Ideal uh, Sonoma. It's a bile duct cancer. I just hit the button and look real quick. Okay. It's easier. Which we underwent radiation treatment until his death. Chris Ledoux died of cancer on March 9th, 2005 at the age of 56. His funeral was held March 11th and unknown beknownst to me when he uh, oh god when he uh, when we set this episode up I did not realize that Tomorrow was going to be the seventeenth uh, anniversary of death. Yep. Shortly after his death, Ledoux was named as one of the six former rodeo cowboys <laughs> being inducted into the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame in Colorado Springs, Colorado. In two thousand four, the Academy of Country Music awarded Ledoux. In two thousand four, the Academy of Country Music awarded Ledoux their Cliff Stone Pioneer Award during ceremonies. In two thousand five, Brooks accompanied accepted the award on behalf of Ledoux's family. In late 2005, Brooks briefly emerged from retirement to record Good Ride Cowboy as a tribute to Chris Ledoux. I knew if I ever recorded any kind of tribute to Chris, it would have to be up-tempo happy, a song like him, not some slow, mournful song. He wasn't like that. Chris was exactly as our heroes are supposed to be. He was a man's man. A good friend, and quote. And that was a quote by Garth. In 2021, a bronze statue of Ledoux was placed at Cheyenne Frontier Days in front in Frontier Park in his honor. It is a large statue sculpted by Buffalo sculptor D. 
trustee Michael Thomas is titled Just Let Do It. It was unveiled at the opening of Frontier Days, which celebrates its 125th anniversary. Frontier Days opened this year on July 23rd after having missed last year due to COVID-19. The statue displays Ledoux on a bucking bronc and also depicts a guitar. Fellow musical artists Garth Brooks and Chris Sunday Ledoux attending the unveiling. Let's get into another interesting fact, too. Yes, Kim. Is and this just interests me. It says in 2011, country music artist Brantley Gilbert paid tribute to Ledoux in his single Country Must Be Countrywide with the line from his Wranglers to his boots. He reminded me of Chris Ledoux with, with that Copenhagen smile, Country Must Be Countrywide. And Steve is pronounced Kiesler. Kiesler, got it. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. This is probably going to be a shorter episode than what we normally do because, but we'll see. Luckily for me, I got to see Chris Ledoux on two tours. I got to see him in uh, Spring Creek, Nevada at a, um, shit, what the fuck is that place called? It's called the... Uh, Horse Palace. Hor- yes, Horse Palace. I got to see him, and both times I was down on the floor. Each time, I mean, the guy has pyro and all this shit. And yeah. just to revert back to Chris ended up opening for, for Garth Brooks on Garth's... Uh, I believe it was his No Fences tour. And at one point, Garth's standing backstage getting ready to go on stage, and he hears the crowd going crazy. He's like, what the hell is going on out there? He peeks from behind the curtain, and Crystal Dudes is running all over the place. He's got pyro going off and whatnot. He's just having a good old time on stage, and Garth looks at his manager and says, how do I follow that? And that's why you got the Garth Brooks well, stage shows at the that, way you do. Well, before you do that, at that point, Garth Brooks, all he would do is stand up there and sing, just stand up like uh, George Strait did. He didn't move around. Yeah. But yes, shortly after that, Garth changed his stage show yep. to include pyro, smashing guitars, running all over hell and back, and you have the now Garth Brooks stage show we have today. When the two tours I saw Chris on, there was pyro, there was nets being put up during the song Copenhagen and literally everyone in the front row that had a can of Copenhagen would literally <laughs> aim that sucker to try to go up and over the net you mean, to, to land that sucker on stage. You mean like, like that? Yeah. 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 But I mean, they're, I mean, they didn't care if they were full cans or not. I mean, these guys were literally pulling them out of their pockets and chucking them up. Because Copenhagen used to make them feel real good. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and get into uh, our songs there, Colby. But before we do, before we do, I'm gonna mention my honorable mentions songs. I come up with ten. I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and go ten, Colby. I know you don't really have ten because we thought we'd go longer, but you know, hey, what they say, you know, sometimes good shows are short. Yes, I'll just cross out, I'll just cross out the, my songs that you guys say, and then we'll no, see no, 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 we talk about all songs regardless of where they're at, okay? Yeah. Anyways, my honorable mentions are all of his other songs are not on my top ten. <laughs> Can't. Crystal Dew is even worse than Molly Crew for me. I can't choose. I mean, choosing my top ten was based on a certain way or pretty much what, what I heard first kind of thing but 
I love all of his songs. I love all of his music. I love everything from his early 70s records or albums all the way up to his last studio album. Which was 2003. Right. So, Colby, since you are our guest, do you have a number 10? Do I have a number 10? Yes, sir. Are we doing songs or honorable songs? Mentions? Oh, okay. Oh, and do you have honorable mentions first? Uh, I mean, Copenhagen was kind of my honorable mention. Okay, like which version? Like... Which version of it, though? There's two different versions. There is. His, ver- his version with Toby Keith. Okay, so the one that came out in the 90s when Toby was kind of a nobody at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Toby had only been out maybe one or two albums, and he was kind of a nobody still at this point. Yeah, he was yes, still... He was. Kind of Still climbing newcomer. his way. Yeah, he was right. climbing the ladder. Right. Okay. You got any other honorable mentions there, bud? Uh, Bareback Jack. That's a good song. It's, uh, I think that's, yeah, that's the only two that I have written down, but I can think of uh, okay. other ones. And one thing I like about <laughs> Bareback Jack is it, it tells a story. And that's the one thing yes. with Chris Lou is it constantly, he constantly tells a story. Well, you well, can tell. It. See, I I think he kind of paints a picture. Like you could you could just sit there and it just it literally paints like a vivid picture as yeah. you're listening to the song. So yeah, right. I agree. Well, yeah, and then if you listen to an album from front to back, you know, or from one song to the last song, you can you can picture this story of each song running through your mind like a video can like a video screen. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Kim, what you got for honorable mentions, Amy? I got ten of them. <laughs> All right. Ten nope. honorable <laughs> mentions. So you have yeah. ten top tens and ten honorable mentions. Okay, but, but you gotta think about this. Man, I said all, okay, You guys, you gotta realize. I said all of his other songs that are not in my top ten. The guy released over thirty, you know, over thirty friggin' albums. Yeah. And for and total, for, so yeah, and most of them are about ten songs per album. So you know, <laughs> I've only chose ten out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I did honorable mentions because it was hard for me to just do a top 10. If I would have just done songs, it would have been every album. <laughs> All right. What do you got for what you got for your top for your honorable mentions, Kim? Okay, starting with number 10. The these two oh, shit. These two, I believe, are all off of his last album, if I'm not mistaken. All wound up, one less tornado, western skies, hooked on an eight-second ride, the ride. Again, I have Bareback Jack, too, as honorable mention. Song of Wyoming, which was off one of his 2000 albums. I Am Country, Stampede, and Tougher Than the Rest. Interesting. So they kind of, my honorable mentions kind of went off all of the albums in a way. (laughs) That's fine. And and it's really nice to say, you know, Shanti says uh, this has been a nice music lesson. She, she, She knew nothing of this guy. Uh, Hector says me three. Steve says same. I never heard of him. And then Hannah says uh, y'all should listen to him. He's an awesome country artist. He, he is. He is. He really is. He definitely is. I mean, he, you learn a great story. Okay, so Colby, number ten. Yes. Number ten. I don't have number ten. I have number five. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Because right. I thought we were doing okay. top five. You're right. Okay. Well, my bad. Okay. So real quick, I just want to point out real quick. Everybody, stick to the end of the show. We've received mail. From the outer rim territories that we forgot to do at the beginning of the show, so we will do this at the end of the show. <laughs> stick, around. stick around. Stick around to see what's in that envelope. Number ten. All right, here we go. Number ten. And this time I've got my list done right, so that way when we get the albums, I can actually do them. 
Number 10, mine is Copenhagen with Kobe, Toby Keith. Because the cure all, too. It cures fits, warts, freckles, cough, colds, runny nose. Guaranteed not to rip, run, or snag. Makes, makes, makes conception a wonder. Childbirth a pleasure. That's Copenhagen. Makes me feel real good. How about you? Sorry. Makes me feel good. I'll tell you that. Makes me feel real good. Just my my pen is I'm. <laughs> Go. I know. It's, go ahead. Kobe don't have ten. He's only got five. Mine is five dollar fine. So there's a five. There's a five dollar fine for wine. I love that song. It's off Stampede. That one's off Stampede. I love that uh, that song. All right, my number. What's your number nine, Kim? Mine's Dallas Days and Fort Worth Nights. Okay. That's a good one. It's off Haywire. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it's a single of his. Mm-hmm. Well, my number nine is actually a cover he did of another man's song. And he actually did a duet with this man. Yes, he did. Now, the original song was on this man's solo record called Blades of Glory, which was a soundtrack for Young Guns 2. Yep. And the song is Bang a Drum with John Bon Jovi. Yes. Did you ever hear that one, Colby? Uh, I think I might have heard like a little bit of it. I don't think I've actually listened to it. Uh, that one's on his One Man Road album. Yes, it is. See, I don't think I've listened to that whole album either. I've listened okay. to most of his albums, but... Well, on the One Man Road, he also did a cover of Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway. Yeah. Which, when Rascal Flatts did their version of it for the car soundtrack, I was like, fuck Rascal, Rascal Flatts. Yeah, like... Put put some Chris Ledoux in there. It would have been right. way better. Right. Way better. All right. Well, we're going to move on. My number eight, For Your Love. For Your Love, I'd rope the moon and put it in a blender. Mix up a concoction that might make you surrender. Anyways. <laughs> My number eight is Under This Old Hat. Ooh, that's a good album. That's a good album and song. Yes. Number seven. My number seven is your number eight for your love. Okay. Very good. Well, my number seven is writing for a fall. That tells a damn good story. That is yes. one of those that, that's one of those great stories because he's talking about being a an older cowboy, being with a girl, and decides to go out, but halfway on his way leaving, he decides to turn back around and go back to the girl. And that's one thing I loved about Chris too is his songs weren't your normal style country songs where no. it's oh my fucking my my truck broke down my dog died my girl left and I'm at, sitting at the fucking bar. Yeah, these yeah. Are, yeah these are actually these were actual songs of what he was going through in his life. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And exactly. there's you can't tell me that there's anybody else really doing that. No, no. there isn't. There I mean, isn't. The only one I'd say probably is even close to it would be his son Ned. Yes. But I mean, other than that, you you're not well, in, the, in the world of country music. You're not getting that. No. Yeah, you're and not. you know, it's what's been really cool too is Ted or uh, not Ted. Ned has went through like there's a lot of songs that Chris wrote, but he never like finished getting through the writing stage on it. And right. Ned has actually took from that collection. And put a lot of like a few songs that his dad wrote out, and I th- right. think that's awesome as well. Right. So. Um, another another artist that I think 
um, I know me and Hannah were talking about this earlier today, but was I think God damn it, I can't remember his fucking name now. Anyways, the guy that does fancy like. Uncle. Oh yeah. Because if you think you know, fancy like Applebee's on a date night, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it makes sense because you know, most of us cannot afford to take our 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 wives to friggin' you know the five the real real five star restaurants where it, it costs you eighty dollars for three items on your fucking plate. Exactly. You know, but we can afford. You know, okay, we can go to Wendy's every so often, but we'll turn around and maybe once a month or once every six months, go to Applebee's for a real date night. You know exactly. what I mean? Hey, can what... we, can we touch on dragon buddies comment yeah. there? I like I, that. I... <laughs> There's a tear in my beard. Cause I'm crying for you. Deer type country is not for me. I'm more of a, my tractor thinks I'm sexy. Do you, uh, do you take your fur ride on your big green tractor? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number All right. six. Number six, since we're talking about telling a story, this is one of the biggest fucking stories I know that if you close your eyes while you're listening to this song, you can picture it, you can smell it, and you can feel it. And that is fucking Stampede. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Colby's just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you you definitely can. Kim, number six. My number six is Cadillac Ranch. That's a good tune. I know it is. That is a good tune. I do I also on under this old hat is the dance version to that. Yes. Or the dance yes. mix. Because that yes. was a thing in the 90s where, okay, the next album will release the dance mix that we released mm-hmm. for the previous one for all for everybody was out there doing the uh, line dance and shit. Yep. Exactly. All right, Colby. Now it's I would go. Turn. I would go to Kim for her number five, but I'm going to come to you because you, you're our guest on the show. And oh. I did originally tell you number five. I told you top five because I thought we would go a hell lot longer, but we didn't. So, what is your number five? Uh, my number five was uh, tougher than the rest. Tougher um, than the rest off of Haywire. You know that's a, yeah. originally a Bruce Springsteen song. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. Chris knocked that one out of the fucking park. Yeah, he did. So, I didn't that was my realize, number five. I didn't realize that was a. I didn't realize that was a Bruce Springsteen so song. So at the same time, at the same time, Colby, we are now educating Kim. <laughs> well, hey, if you're not learning something new every day, then are you really living? That's true. true. That's Very true. true <laughs> All right, Kim, what's your number five? What you gonna do with a cowboy? What you gonna do with a cowboy? Do what he did with Garth. That is a good yes. song. Yes. I do like that one. My number five comes off the album Haywire. Right close to where Colby's tougher than the rest is. But this is one of those Chris Ledoux pin songs. The one he wrote for himself. Sons of the Pioneer. Yes. That's a really good one. It is a very good one. And again, it's, it's a lot of his originally written songs that he did on his eventually real album releases were stuff that he did back in the 70s and early 80s on his own label. You know, now he just got to have it a little more polished. There's something I was going to touch on. I love Sons of the Pioneers. What? No, I, there was some, it's too late to touch on it now. No, we can always sidebar and go backwards. 
All right, she's over here thinking. Colby, what's your number four? <laughs> no. My number four was uh, Stampede. Because nice. just like you said, I mean, you close your eyes and you think about it and you just really listen to the lyrics and just like the whole production of it. And you just you feel like you can feel it and you can smell it like you can see mm-hmm. it. It's like a very, very vivid picture. It is. And and that's the one thing like I think the one thing that Chris does really well. Again, we, we talked about it before on other songs is he does paint that picture. Yeah, you don't have to have a music video to give you the visual, like on some artists and some shit you do, you know. Yeah, but this one is so well painted. All you have to do is close your freaking eyes, and you can sense it, you can feel it, you know. You can definitely, you know, what the fuck he's going through. Are we on four, right? Yeah, Kim, we're on four. <laughs> Mine's writing for a fall. Okay, writing for a fall. Another again, another great song. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier on mine. Now, my number four is really going to freak or really get people going, I think, because this is another one of those great Crystal Dew songs that was recorded early, earlier, but he re-released, and this time he had a duet or someone to help him with it, and that is even Cowboys like a little rock and roll. Yes. And he did that with Charlie Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cole, what you got? For number four? Number three. Three. Before we could do the top three, can I touch on something? Sure, touch on it. Okay. uh, Touchy, touchy, touchy. Touchy, touchy. As I was going through the albums today, I found something interesting about Chris Ledoux's One Road Man that actually kind of interested me. It says, in working with a team of professional Nashville producers on 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 1998's One Road Man, Chris Ledoux may have sacrificed some of his hometown charm. But what he got in return was the most confident, well-crafted album of his career. Though it may be the first album to feature none of his original songs, One Road Man captures the essence of the Cowboys' personality with works like Old Paint, a song with such patience and gentleness that it could only been performed by a real-life horse whisperer like Chris Ledoux. Earlier in his career, it would have been impossible to think of him covering pop songs but his versions but his versions of Bon Jovi Bon Jovi's Bang a Drum and Tom Cochran's Life is a Highway feel so natural that you can imagine Ledoux listening to them in his bus for year for years prior amid some genuinely fiery moments of rock and roll one tonight the borderline and sometimes you've just got a ride are the standouts Catchy and unpretentious, they put Ledoux in a class with George Strait and Alan Jackson, where he always, where he was always meant to be. I thought that was kind of interesting because that was the only one that had any information on the album at the top. So I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, on number three. Three. Cole, did you give me number three? I haven't. So my number three is uh, So You Want to Be a Cowboy. You want to be a cowboy? Mm-hmm. So You Want to Be a Cowboy? Yes. That one over. All right, I just totally forgot that song. Which one is that one? Now my mind's all jumbled. <laughs> now my mind's all jumbled here. I'll tell you. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I don't. Is that the actual name of it? Yeah. It's off of one of his uh, older albums. I think it was it was off a of, um um here I am. Uh, anyways, it don't matter. We'll we'll come back to it. I I I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, I've heard, I recognize the song. It's uh, from uh, he he rides the wild horses album. Okay, wow, that was eighty one. That's the sale release one. Nice. All right, Kim. Kind of kind of surprising to see that I went back that far in time. No, <laughs> no, it's not surprising. It just threw me off. Okay. So my number three, correct, is yes. this Cowboy's Hat. Damn good song. I love that song. A couple of boys Again. sitting at a rodeo, or a coffee uh, shop, swapping rodeo stories to pass the time. Motorcycle game come. I can't remember fucking what they were, <laughs> Oh, come on. You can't? You oh, that, Some of them, they were snickering. Snickering in the back, yeah. Poking, ro- poking fun at my friend's hat. hat. And then they said, "Where's your steed or something?" Hey, hey, old Tex, where'd you park your horse? Yeah, yeah. My favorite line in that, and I'm, and of course, I'll, I'll do have to look it up. Is one husky fellow said, "I think I'll rip that hat right off your head." That's when my friend turned around, and this is what he said. You'll ride a black tornado across the western sky. Rope an old blue northern and milk it till it's dry. Old dog the Mississippi and pin its ears down flat. Long before you take this cowboy's hat. Yes. But no, that is a very good song because even the next freaking line, I mean, really, again, this is how he describes it. Because in this song, he's actually doing more talking. Mm-hmm, he is. You know, more narrating versus actually singing. singing. And partner, this old has better left alone. See, he used to be my daddy's, but last year he passed on. My nephew skinned the rattler that makes up this old hat band. Back in 69, he died in Vietnam. The eagle feather was given to me by an Indian friend of mine. Someone ran him down somewhere around that Arizona line. And a real special lady gave me this hat band. Hat band. Hat band. Yeah. Now I'll be here again. Anyways, yes, good pick, Kim. Good pick. What number was that? Three. Three. Well, my number three. Did you ever get my number three? I don't know. Did you? I don't remember. If not, all right. Well, mine's Cadillac Ranch. No. I I mean, it was one of those ones I remember hearing when I finally did hear his album. I remember, oh my God, I did hear this a long time ago, you know, Mm you know, uh, and brother and me keep him out on the floor and then pretty much you know daddy kicked back with a big old oh fuck now nah, i'm just totally fucking lost these lyrics daddy Damn kicked, it. Dad, daddy kicked back with a big old scar big cigar. old cigar mama kept the mama took the money brother and i kept him on, on the, the floor dance. on the floor on sister the floor set him at the bar yeah and daddy kicked back with a big old cigar. cigar and then talked about having um the the horns that were only on the uh cadillac yeah but anyways, 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, look who joined us. Oh great. So now you start pressing buttons. The drummer oh. is now here. The drummer has arrived. It has yes, arrived. He has. Now he just now he just needs a drum set. Yeah. He blur he blurred out though. Uh, you wanna go you wanna go halves? Halves of what? Drum set. You're the uncle, you gotta pay for it all. I'll buy the sticks. Okay. Fair enough. Make sure it's a uh, double bass. Yeah, you got to make sure that the sticks come here first, though. So, but send them to me. If you have to, send them to my work. So that way, Hannah can't throw them away. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I'll just send a big old fucking semi truck full of drumsticks. Heck yeah, I'm down. Ain't no way in hell she can throw those away. Make sure it just dumps right out of the back, right on the freaking patio. Number two, Colby. Um, my number two is hooked on an eight-second ride. Very good song. Yes. Very good song. Okay, Bob's second album, "What You Can Do with a Cowboy." Yep. But it was on an earlier album. Yes, it was. It was. It was on the album. Um, the Saddle Boogie Band. It was like uh, uh, right. Chris Chris Ledoux and the Saddle Boogie Band. Right, which was actually the last album with his original band before the Western Underground. Yes. And on that album also is a song called Utah Tribute. Yes. Because he, he did play a lot of shows in Utah and Salt Lake was always really good to him. Yep. He was always there for their pioneer days. Anna says she's throwing everything away. <laughs> She thinks so. That's when you guys are talking about the drum set and the drumsticks, I believe. Yeah, she's, she's, oh. yeah, she's got she's to gotta be quick about throwing it away. Well, is she really going to throw it away, though? Because she's usually like, hey, hey, Colby, take this out for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to smack the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for it. Wait for her to come in behind me. And just the only reason why you're not getting head. hit or anything thrown at you is because you're holding the child. Mm, I I don't know. Oh, I do know. <laughs> she's coming. <laughs> you're she's fucked. coming. Yeah. <laughs> she is. She is. <laughs> <laughs> That's my noggin. Don't don't you think you dropped me on my head enough as a kid? Colby. <laughs> we can continue. No, I don't want to continue. I want peace, please. <laughs> oh God, this is hilarious. Sibling rivalry. <laughs> Look at the sibling love. It's a what? So just remember, you're not here for a certain amount of time during the day. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I do have to remember that. Yeah, I just think she could always she could, she could dye all your fucking clothes hot pink. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kim. Number two. My number two is the do what he did with cope. With Copenhagen with Toby Keith. Good. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> well, you put him down. Now he's trying. No, he, well, he wanted down, so I put him down. Now he's yelling at mom on right, this well, side of the couch. My number two yes. is this cowboy's hat. Yes. All right, Colby. Umro number one. Uno. Western skies. Nice. 
that's that was my number one. I, I probably like it was in between Western Skies and this Cowboys hat just because I used to listen like this Cowboys hat lives in my mind like all the time. But Western Skies, that's what I mainly listen to. That's what I I could really relate most to, especially back when I was in high school working on the ranch. You know, right. I just another another vivid vivid picture painted in a song that you could just feel see everything kind of like stampede. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I'm gonna take a hell of a chance here when I get to me. So, if if the show goes off the air, we are still recording, so we're good. So oh, if we okay. lose YouTube, guys. I'm sorry because I'm gonna do something I probably should never do, but I'm gonna do it anyways. We'll just let know when we get to it. All right. So anyways, Kim, what's your number one? My number one is Bang a Drum, which is the one that him and John Bon Jovi did together. The only reason why I chose this one as number one is because as you listen to it, it's another one of those songs that you can really feel what they're trying to say. Really feel that... You have to respect all humanity no matter what. Right. And if you do believe in God, you know, then say a then say a prayer for everybody. Don't just limit it to your friends or church, you know. Right. It it's really a powerful song about humanity, is what it is. Right. And it was originally written by John Bon Jovi for mm-hmm. the album for his soundtrack to Young Guns to Blaze of Glory. Yeah. But I just I I mean it's just one of those songs that I really, really love. All right. Well, here's my number one. I mentioned it earlier. Here it is. I knew from like the first two seconds. Oh, right. You heard it. Yeah. But yes, that first song that I was ever introduced to Chris Lady with, that is my favorite song. And again, it talks about bull riding. It does. And it's a good song. It really is. Again, it's another storyteller. It is. But yeah, that was the one that just got me. It was like, oh my gosh, you know, this reminds me, you know, it's got it's kind of kind of rock get that little rocking side of it you know it's like fuck this isn't country yeah but you know but that was my number one now let's go ahead and get the albums because we had, uh, last week those of you that know i had to do an addendum to are we still live on youtube yes we're yeah still live. we are we are still live on youtube yeah, okay we're live. all right so i didn't freaking kill us too bad no. i played just enough of it i think i don't think i i mean it might nail me later. Who knows? We'll see. That's why I didn't say anything during that point and then hit it end and then set it. So if I have to go cut it, I can. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the albums. Coley, where did your album start out at? What number? Gold Buckle Dreams. What number? What number? Yeah. That's uh, 
my number one go book of dreams. Oh, okay. We go backwards to our number one. So we start with what oh. number to number one. Oh, okay. Number five then. Wait, wait, you're at number five. All right. So we're going to go through this real quick. Me and Kim, and Kim will give again. My number 10 is After the Storm. I told you I didn't have an album lineup, but. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. Oh. Fine. I will do this. But the prepared. thing is, is. No, she's prepared. She just. She I just didn't do albums because, I mean, if you start from the Western Underground, that would be my top. I guess that would be my fifth one. And so, all right. Anyways, my number nine is Cowboy. These are his later albums, and there's no reason why they're this. Again, this really isn't even a top ten list because I can listen to any album anytime, and it wouldn't bother me. But my number eight then is Horsepower. Number seven, One Man Road, mainly because I think. He did, in my opinion, he went away from the seeing cowboy stuff. And really, it should probably be my number 10 because Horsepower Cowboy and After the Storm went back to those roots, went back to his beginning. Number six, the only one I put on here that was not part of the actual original released albums, or uh, not originally, you know what I mean, um, signed under Liberty, was Powder River. His first album with Western Underground. And the reason why I picked that one is because there's a part in there, uh, the last song, where he introduces, he says, ladies and gentlemen, to Western Underground, and then they do a rocked-up version of the William Tell Overture or the Lone Ranger thing. And I love that version. I love that version of the song. All right, number five. Colby. Uh, what you going to do with the Cowboy? His uh, 92 album. 92 album with, which again, the title track was a duet with Garth Brooks. Yes. That album's really good. It's actually got a lot of good songs on it. Um, matter of fact, it's the one that I just had up. It's got Call of the Wild. You just can't see him from the road. Lil Long Hair Outlaw, which is, I wish it was either that or, or uh, even Cowboys like rock and roll for me. I love both those songs so much that it's like, oh. right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, making ends meet. What you gonna do with a cowboy? Again, hooked on an eight-second rides on that album. I'm ready if you're willing. Look at you, girl. Cadillac Ranch and Western Skies. A lot of great songs on the album. Right. Okay, Kim, number five. Are you? Are you that's right. You don't have. You don't have a list. No, but I'm looking at the albums. I could probably put one together. <laughs> All right, well, while you do that, I will say my number five is under this old hat. Another it was a 93 album, another great album. Again, under this old hat is a title track. Get back on that pony. Every time I roll the dice, struggling years, cowboys like a little rock and roll. She's tough. Soft place to fall for your love, wild and woolly, powder river home, and Cadillac Ranch Dance Club version. Colin, we got for four. For number four, I have uh, the Western Underground 91 album. So the, the original or the first mm -hmm. album under under uh, Liberty Records after he yeah. got signed. That was actually yeah. my five, my fifth one. Okay. Oh, you, 
Yeah. I thought you didn't have a list. I'm looking at it. <laughs> she went from having a list to <laughs> not having mean? a list to having a list to. They can't see. Oh, I, I hear I hear his number two so or his number four. So now I'm gonna make this my number five. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me kill the blur. The blur's killing it right now. That's uh, okay. I can see. I know, but I meant for oh. everyone else. <laughs> there. There we go. I'm cheating. She's cheating. She has it up on Apple Music right now. I'm cheating. <laughs> on her tablet, and she's cheating. Hey, sometimes cheat. you got to do what you got to do, right? I guess. All right. So, Kim, what? since we were at number four, what's your five and four? Five is the Western Underground from 91. Yeah. Four is Haywire. What year is that one? 1994. Okay. All right. So go ahead and give us three then, Kim. My three uh -oh. would be... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? Oh, I fucked up. I turned the blur back on it. I thought it was going to fuck up. Okay. My number three is actually under this old hat from 93. Okay. And the reason why I'm not, I'm not going through everything that she has, because we're going to hit on most of them, because I'm pretty sure we're all within the top five. We're pretty much all in the same bracket in a way. So my number three is Haywire, which Kim, that was your number four. four. That was his 1994 album. And on that album there, you got Honky Tonk World, Dallas Days, and Fort Worth Nights, Tougher Than the Rest. Yes. Which was a song for Colby. Big Love, Love Needs a Fool, Slow Down, Sons of the Pioneers, which is one of mine, Billy the Kid, Hair Trigger Colts 44, and Light of the World. Great album. It's another great album by Chris. Yes. Colby, we got my number three is a Stampede, the '96 album. You got Gravitational Pull, Five Dollar Fine, Take Me to the Rodeo, Fathers and Sons. Hey, you forgot number and three. Number three. Now that's all right with me. Yeah, you've got track three. Well, I was just. If you're gonna read them, you gotta read them. There. I wasn't. I wasn't reading them. I was just naming tracks that were on there. Uh, I'll get the job done. Stampede, and when I say forever. Calico Moon. Calico Moon. And that's, and what, that's loving what loving you means to me. Kim. My number three is actually one of the newer albums that came out in 2000, and it was called Chris Ledoux Cowboy. It did come out in 2000, and we'll go over it. He Rides the Wild Horses, Silence on the Line, 10 Seconds in the Saddle, Our First Year, I'm Country, Blue Eyes and Freckles, Hippies in Calgary. Cowboys Got a Ride, The Yellow Stud, Running Through, and Song of Wyoming. Again, most of these songs were actually originally released back in the 70s and 80s on his self-titled stuff, and, or self-released stuff. Yeah, not this album. My favorite song is the Song of Wyoming. Okay. Well, my number two, we just went over it with Colby's number three, and that is Stampede. It's a great album. From Gravitational Pull all the way through, it is a, it is a stellar album. Two, Colby, what do you got? Two, I have uh, After the Storm, 2002 album, one of his last albums put out. Uh, you got Some Things Never Change, Millionaire, Don't uh, Don't It Make You Want Want to Dance, Daily Bread, uh, I Would For You, Cowboy Up is probably like my favorite song off of the album, uh, Scatter the Ashes, What I'm Up Against, Simple As Dirt, and of course you got your bareback jack on there as well. Right. Kim. My number two is actually One Road Man. 
from 1998. And that one has... One Road Man or One Man Road? One Road Man. Okay. And it has One Night, Runaway Love, The Borderline, Old Paint, The Fever. Okay, hold it. Pump the brakes right there. The Fever. You know, that's actually a remake of Garth Brooks, the same song that Garth had famous off his Fresh Horses album. Uh Uh-huh. Except I like Garth's better than Chris's. (laughs) It's since also got my number one song, Bang a Drum, mm-hmm. Old Slew Foot, One mm-hmm. Ride in Vegas, Sometimes You've Just Got a Ride, Life is a Highway, which I like his version better than the version I heard before his. What, Rascal Flatts or mm-hmm. Tom Cochran? Rascal Flatts. I was going to say Tom Cochran, right? that, that was the original version I heard, yeah. and I liked it too. Ca- Cabliallo, Diablo, and One Road Man. That was what number were we on? Two. Number one. All right. My number one. Obviously, we're going back to 1991. We had this as his number. I don't remember, but Western Underground. Start this album off with County Fair. You go through Riding for a Fall. Thank the Cowboy for the Ride. That's a very good song, too. Another good storyteller. Cadillac Cowboy. This Cowboy's Hat. Shot Full of Love. The last drive-in, yellow brick, brick road turns blue, set in the woods on fire, and working man's dollar. Which I'm shocked that none of us had that on our top ten songs. It's you know, well, I dollar. mean, like we said at the beginning, though, I it's mean, it's hard. It's hard. Really, really hard to decide because it mean, is all right. Great. Well, it'd be it'd be like me trying to make a fucking top ten of Motley Crue. Yeah. All right, Coley, number one. My number one, uh, taking it back to 91 as well, uh, Gold Buckle Dreams. I uh, got, so, uh, which actually came out in 87, son. 87, 91. That's a four year so, difference. Yeah. Um, you got one of my favorite songs on there. So, You Want to Be a Cowboy, A Cowboy's Got to Ride, Born to Follow Rodeo, He Rides the Wild Horses, Bareback Jack, Going and Blowing. Going and a blowing. Our first year, your national finals rodeo, the cowboy and the hippie, photo finish. Uh, it ain't the years, it's the miles and the greatest prize. Nice. Kimberly, number one. My number one's kind of a tie. A tie. A tie, yes. Between... I, I mean, I guess if you could put a list together last minute, you could have a tie. I guess okay. so. <laughs> I guess we'll hey we'll let her have it since it's International Women's Day. The, okay, okay, I okay so I have one and one A. So one A is what she gonna do. Would it be more like one A and one B? One okay, yeah. one A and one B. Like you this have is the B main, then you have the A main. Yeah, you know? this okay, is, we're, this we're, is now we're talking crazy. racing. This is one B. <laughs> one B is what you're gonna do with the cowboy, and then we've already touched on one A and Stampede. We well, also touched on one eight, one B yeah. too. Yeah. But I mean, those are my top two favorite albums. And then kind of a honorable mention is his last one, Horsepower in 2003. That was a good album too. I mean, as far as the honorable mention would go, I would say for me, it would be everything from Powder or just be, you know, just before Powder River backwards to his first release in the 70s. Yeah. You know, if I had actually honorable mention them, you know, yeah. and that's what I would do because I put Powder River in there, but I mean, good Lord. Yeah. Every one of his albums from his first one 
premiered, self-released all the way to his last one. They're just great. And, and they they do take you through a story. They do. I everyone... bet you I bet you I could go get into uh, one of the old Fords right now and still find a couple of his CDs laying around under Probably. the seat somewhere. Probably. More likely. Yeah. Anyways, anything else you want to mention about Crystal Duke? Colby? Uh, no, just that, I mean, if you want to listen to somebody that kind of sounds like him or reminds you of him, you know, listen to his son, Ned. Sure. Like I said, he, you know, he's put out some songs that his dad had in a box in the basement, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, I know there's, I can't remember the, the actual title of the song, but there is, if you, if you like Nevada, there is a song about, uh, Nevada's got a highway way out west of Ely. Nice. Oh, actually, I do remember the title. It's uh, Another Horse to Ride. Okay. And that's by Ned? Yeah. It, Ned put it out. Um, but if I if I followed Ned correctly, because I, I follow him pretty, you know, pretty steady, um, yeah. that is a song that his dad had uh, started writing or had wrote about. So Nice. Nice. That is cool. Well, guess what? Actually, Kimberly, you got anything else on Crystal you want to add? No, I just think I just I mean, he's he's one of those rare singers that you can pull up any album from his early years to the later years when he was signed and you can still picture what's going on in his yeah. life. And I really got nothing more to really add, but just say, you know, if you really want to just want to check out one or a couple of his albums, I mean, or even just a couple of songs. I mean, I would definitely check out uh, Western Skies. I would definitely check out Riding for a Fall. I would definitely check out Stampede. Yes. And I, there are those are more songs about the cowboy life yes, versus what you currently hear on country radio. Yes. Yes. And I don't mean just currently now. I mean, I mean even currently in the, in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, or even in the 80s, you know, you didn't have people singing about being real cowboys. No, you didn't. Well, yeah, you, you know, you had your your regular songs and everything, but if you wanted somebody to really talk about real life and paint vivid pictures and just, like, you didn't really have to try to think about it. You could just, even driving down, driving down the road, listening to them, I mean, you're like, yeah, right. this, this guy's the real deal, this guy. Right. yes. Well, I mean, like I could see exactly what was going on in his life. It's very, very storytelling, very vivid pictures. Well, yeah. just look at like one of George Strait's biggest songs, you know. All my exes live in Texas. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. What's that got to do with anything? You know, that's got nothing to do with the cowboy life. No. No. You know? Or 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 oceanfront property. <laughs> it's true. Oceanfront property in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yes but you know or even you know don't get me wrong me i like garth brooks and shit but i mean the dance i mean even though it's a great song it's not about cowboy life no no it's about, i mean no, must, too young, must, must too young to feel this damn old is actually more about a cowboy than anything yeah and it's about you know being a rodeo cowboy and living on the road mm-hmm. and then you get yeah. the younger crowd coming up and get you know getting ready to knock your ass off the top yep you know that's pretty much what much too young to feel the same old is. is yeah and of course yes 
you know, you talk about cheating, you fucking the biggest song about cheating by Garth Brooks is the Thunder Rolls. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. You know, just because he was, you know, that he didn't put the third verse in. And then when CMT turned around and banned the video because it showed the third verse, well, then he added the third verse and concerts. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know, so again, but that's another time we will definitely do an episode on Garth, Garth Brooks, Brooks. Yes. One of these days. But coming up next, we're going to keep Kobe on here real quick, and then we'll go do our, we'll talk about what we got from the Outer Rim. Yes. Coming up next week, we have, we are going to be doing Meatloaf with yes. General Shinobi, or Chantal. Yes. Or Shanty, as we all call her. Yes. And then on March, so that'd be March 15th, on March 22nd, yes. we are going to be doing him with Hannah and Mikey. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Yes. And then on March 29th, Reba McIntyre with, with Hannah. Hannah. Oh boy. Yeah. I, that's gonna be I'm definitely tuning into that one. That one is gonna be one of those ones where I'm not gonna be able to even do top ten songs or top ten albums. <laughs> that, that's that that's like a that's like a Chris Ledoux right there kind of uh-huh. remake. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> actually for me for me that'd be more of a Motley Crue one. <laughs> Trying to put shit in order because I just love that band so much and I love Reba so much that yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make it to the cut of this month. Who, Molly? Molly? Yeah. yeah. You know, I think, you know, if you go back, and we're going to talk about this, Not and obviously, you're you're more than welcome to come on uh, April 19th when we do our four-year anniversary episode. You know. Yes, Anna, it is going to be hard. <laughs> but, you know, that was the one thing, like, everybody expected me to do episode very one of this podcast when I started this son of a bitch. And I yeah. went with, uh, oh shit, uh, Ernie or Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yes. A hymnal. I went with hymns to start off my fucking first episode. Yeah. Of the <laughs> with the hymns, my, my name, you know, the, the whole name of our podcast, and we're going to go with hymns. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's Use and Views podcast, you know, and at that time it was a music podcast. And yes, it, everybody expected me to do Motley Crue. Everybody expected me to, you know, either do the whole whole career of Motley Crue or at least a Motley Crue album for my first episode, and I didn't. I mean, can you really blame them for expecting that, though? No. No, <laughs> I, uh, no I mean, I mean, you guys grew up with me. You guys know, I mean, everything is wraps around crew for me. Yeah. Yes. To a point, you know, I mean. Everything. Not everything. Yes, Hannah. I'm glad there's time, too, because I'm not prepared either. <laughs> well, you better be prepared for two weeks with him. <laughs> Yeah, I've got some. I got some homework ahead of me. Anyways, Cole, we're gonna keep you on for a minute while we just do this because why the fuck not? We are gonna look at this nice little envelope we end up getting from the The outer outer rim rim. territories. Yes, and it comes to us from the Scarif podcast, better known as Roe, also Brad and Shanti. Yes, and. They sent us a little thank you note. Which I should just go kill the fucking thing one more time. But anyways. And inside it says Scott and Kim, big hugs. Love you guys. Row, hashtag Red 5 family. Because we are all members of the Red 5 family. family. Yes. And we'll start this off right off the bat with a... Uh, shit, let me get rid of the goddamn fucking... Yeah, we're going to have to get rid of the blur. Get rid of the virtual background blur. Yes, so people Probably can see. Probably because it's not up in white. Anyways, Scare Podcast. 
Is that a sticker? sticker. Yep. Heck yeah. Then another one. Put it on your forehead. Put it on your forehead next time I see you. <laughs> I like that one because it's Luke. Enough. I like that one because it's Luke and Darth Vader. And then Ro hooked us up with some really killer, more killer friggin' stickers. Yes. And Red Five Network ones. And then we also got buttons too. And little Red Five I, Network stickers. And I need a, I need a Red Five Network sticker. And as Kim mentioned, the button. buttons. I'll put that. Can I put that on my hat when I go to work? What? The Red Five Network? Yeah. The yeah, you, sure, sure, you can order them. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. plus. Okay, plus. Anyways, so again, like we said, next week, March Music Madness continues. Jeez. I fucking messed that up. I didn't put March in there. But that's with Meatloaf with Chantal or Chanty, General Shinobi. Jeez. Speaking of which, we didn't go over the Red Five Network happenings this week, not for, except for the escape pod. Um, but I know General Shinobi is going to be doing uh, press play this week. Yeah, and I know and gonna be, they're going to be talking about the new movie, The Batman. Yes, and there's with old sparkles. Yes, yes, old sparkles. Or as I like to call it, the Mormon vampire. The uh, Mormon vampire. <laughs> she went to BYU. She was LDS, so I guarantee it was in her original thing that. She didn't want vampire to be like normal vampires to where the so. LDS religion would freak out. So she made a sparkle. Hey, it was her thing on vampires. Speaking of BYU, I'll probably be staying there in a couple weeks. Why? Well, near near there. Um, Grammy's 70, 70th birthday oh, okay. party. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. That'd be good. Oh, darn it. Now I can't find it. Now she can't find it. Anyway, so yeah, so we got next week with Shanti, and then like I said, coming up on March 22nd, we're going to do him. They, I think yes. they're Finland? Finnish yeah. band? Here we go. Here we go. Anyways, I knew of them because they were on Viva La Bam. Okay, so tonight... Rogue One Radio, what are they doing? They are doing Batman Through the Ages with a surprise guest. Sweet. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. They're on their way now. Okay. Then Galaxy of Queers, Discord exclusive, Dickinson, Watch Party. They're yeah, they're doing, yeah, she, her and Gemma are doing the uh, um, Watch Party for Emily Dickinson's on Apple Plus. Yes, and they start in an hour, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, standard time. So that's what, so go ahead and join those two. Yeah, jump, so when, once we're done here, jump on over to, to Rogue One Rogue. Radio. Yes. Let them know that we sent you. They're gonna be again. They're gonna be talking about Batman through the years. Yes, Batman. that's a, that's a one one. I know. Eventually, I want to do an episode on Batman. I had to jump in there and say, "Hey, can I be, I'll be Robin." <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm full of jokes. Robin. <laughs> yeah, Robin was way cooler than Batman. Come on. Just like wow, yeah. I'm wow. I'm gonna stay out of this because <laughs> <laughs> I. Yeah, you're just gonna, 
is a sidekick. So? And sidekicks are only good for getting punched around by. No, sidekicks come in and they rescue the actual hero. Oh, they're just pain in the asses. Yeah, well, I mean, you have that experience because, I mean, you're you're my sidekick. Since when? Unfortunately, when we had children, we had two sidekicks and they're both pain in the asses. That's like watching the Ninja Turtles. Which turtle is your favorite turtle? Raphael. The stud. Okay. Okay. All right. My bad. I like Raphael, too. Uh, What about uh, Power Rangers? Power Rangers, mine's the green. Mine's the green rangers from when uh the Dude, original Power don't Rangers get me started on fucking Power Rangers. Oh my god. What up? We just had fucking Power Rangers in the book of Boba Fett. Heck yeah. Well, I mean Power Rangers are the crap, man. Suck. No. Bella, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I guess in a way, because you can kind of compare them to Teletubbies. <laughs> now Teletubbies. No, some people you can compare them to Teletubbies, but other people really like the original Power Rangers. So, okay, Power Rangers. Power Rangers to superheroes is like fucking. I don't, Barney is to Sesame Street. I don't know how we got so far away from Chris Ledoux, but I don't either. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens on this show. We get to a certain point and then we go fucking sideways. Yeah, like, uh, well, that was kind of moist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy Blair Girl's not here right now. <laughs> right? I know. I was kind of missing her in the chat. So, anyways. Colby, want to thank you for coming on. Yes. We had a great I time. I want to thank you guys for having me. Definitely want to have you back on again for something else. I mean, I know we're going to pretty much eventually going to have to talk about Motley Crue and talk about seeing them live through Fest oh, 1. Man, I'm not, I don't think Group I'm Fest ready. Two. I'm and the final that. and the supposed final tour that's no longer the final tour because now they're coming back. Yeah. That will probably be mostly you. Well, it'll be me, Colby, and we'll get head on. Yeah. I mean, so I'll probably, three of us yeah, I'll probably step one. into the background on that one. You're always in the background. Oh no, I am. But no, I mean I may not be on camera at all. And we'll see. When you talk about that one. It depends. I mean, if we talk about the concerts. <laughs> oh, Hannah, don't even get started on that. Jesus. What? You, you, see, you see your daughter's Boobies. Comment. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, oh, we don't. We're yes. not going to talk about that. Oh, fuck yeah, we are. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I heard that story. Oh, no. Yes, no, I heard that, that is story. so bad. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we will be talking about that. Yeah, if no, you guys no, no. are just doing the concerts, then I'll just let you do the show with well, them. I mean, a good thing is with the concerts is one, I get I can start off by talking about 05. Yeah, because I'm out of the two people that went to that show, I'm the only one left that's seen that show. You know, yeah, out of the two people went to that show in Reno. Yeah, and then we'll go forward and talk about Crew Fest One, which was the kids' first time seeing Motley Crew. Yes, and Crew Fest Two, 
you know, into Creek Fest 2 and then into the final tour or what was supposed to be the final tour. And now it's supposed to be. But (laughs) yes, but yes, we will definitely be talking about Creek Fest 1 in the Titty Camp. Yes, we will. Because somebody in his uncle's facial expressions were fucking hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Wide eyes. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Wide eyes. Yep. (laughs) Mouths wide open. Yep. Yeah. Again, Colby, thanks for coming on. Uh, We're definitely going to have you on for more things. Uh, You know, who knows? We'll, we'll, We'll touch base. I mean, obviously, like I said, we got crew. We got a few other things we can talk about. I mean, hell, we can even talk auto racing if we wanted to. But oh, yeah. Not, but you know, we'll, we'll get you on for some more other shows. It's like we keep trying to get Hannah on for more other shows. You know, just, it's fun. You know, and again, Hannah's, gonna, Hannah's getting ready to come on for three yeah. weeks straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's you know, got a lot she, of work to do. She's, she's not got prepared for any of it. Him, Reba McIntyre, and then The Lion King. Yes. Which I think we're just going to do the original... Uh, animated version first. And then later pick on live version? I think yeah. so. I mean, I might, I might watch them both just so we can kind of bounce on, bounce off of both of them, just kind of, you know, see what we liked, what we didn't like between yeah. the two. But yeah. Anyway, okay. but we'll get there. Alrighty. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get everybody that wants to come on again for April 19th episode because that is our four year anniversary episode. Yes, it is. That'll be a lot of fun. This guy questions you know bring questions wherever you want pretty much all questions will be answered unless we feel we're not gonna answer that fucking question <laughs> how old but, do you feel old man me how yeah. old do i feel yeah well brain i feel like i'm in my fucking 20s but so your, your body says body some, says i'm fucking 50 yeah no same here. are you are you 50 <laughs> i thought you were like closer to the 60 range no, he's only he's only fifty because I'm three years younger than him. Oh, hopefully there's not a trip here some sometime soon because I am gonna get an ass whooping. I hear the little squirrel cage going on there. I don't want to. Yeah, we're good. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. Yeah. Too, <laughs> it's hey, it's okay if it makes you feel any better. I mean, I'm not as close as Hannah, but I am getting up there, so <laughs> you love how as soon as he said that, he fucking yep. I noticed that. It'd be funny hell that Allison, she just pops up behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got my nerves going, all right? My nerves. Oh, God, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll hold him down. Hannah says she'll hold him down. <laughs> What's she doing? <laughs> Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, she's getting the lighter. 
Fuck a torch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. Torching on air. <laughs> oh, God damn. Anyways, again, Colby, thanks for coming on. We enjoyed it. Stick back in the green room for a minute. We'll close out the show and we'll come talk a little bit more, okay? All right. Sounds good. Uh, Thank again, you guys for having me on. I can't oh, wait to come on again. So definitely, We're definitely going to have you on again. We will definitely have to have you on again. Thanks again, son. Thank you. Thanks. And, thank and just like that, wow, what a show. Yeah, I mean, it awesome. It went by really quick. It, of course, it don't need to be ultra long when you're having fun. Uh, we, we touched on everything that I believe we need to touch on with Crystal too. Yes. And again, if you need, if you want to check out some good country or a good artist, you know, go for it. Go check out Crystal Do. He's a great artist. Yes. And he will definitely open your eyes to country music. He will. Or at least his country music. Yes. And you ain't going to open your eyes to regular country music. No, yes. but at least his, his, um, his style is best. Yes. But like we said, next his, week, oh, go ahead. I was going to say his interpretation is what I was right. thinking. And next week we're going to be doing meatloaf with Shan, with General Shinobi or Chantal or or Shanty. She goes by all right, and we are talking about the artist meatloaf, not yes. the friggin' food. Yes, exactly. We want to clarify we that. We are going to be talking about artist. the albums that are hell one, two, three, and, and four. four. We're going to be talking about meatloaf and movies, starting with. I think uh, Rocky Horror Picture, Picture Show. Show. Yeah, before he was actually meatloaf, the singing artist. Yep. Um, plus he had been some movies like Black Dog and some of that, some other good, ones. Good, good, good movie. So we're going to be touching on, not, and we're also going to be touching on albums that we, I haven't heard by me. Yes. I pretty much have heard the four Bad Out of Hell albums, pretty much own them all. Well, I'm glad you have. It's going to be homework cut out for me. But I have not <laughs> listened to a lot of his stuff in between Bad Out of Hell 1 and Bad Out of Hell 2, mm-hmm. which encompasses pretty much the end of the 70s through the 80s. Yeah. So that'll be a good lesson for me. And then, like I said, the week after that, we're going to have him with, with Hannah and Mikey on March 22nd. Yep. And then we're going to back right back with Hannah on the 29th. And we're going to finish out March Music Madness 2022 with the queen of one of the queens of country music, Reba McIntyre. But until next week. We, we like, first of all, we'd like to thank everybody that joined us in the chat. Hannah. Yes. Uh, General Shinobi. Here, let me just go back yeah. to the top. Okay. General Shinobi, Dragon Buddy, Steve, Hannah, Hector. All uh, of, yeah, I think I hit them all. I think you hit them all. Thank you again. Thank you guys for all joining in. And until next week, have a great week. Don't forget to hit that like button. If you like it and the bell to be notified and leave go us to a Apple, call. go to Google or go to Apple, go to Amazon music or Am- or audible, leave us a review and we will read it live on the show. And leave us leave. If you like the, if you like to leave us a comment on what you liked about the show, go ahead and leave it in the comment section. Okay. Now have a great week and a great weekend. Be kind to everyone. Peace. Peace. Good night, everybody. Good night. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. 
Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network.